0: Towers, World of Gaelic Games. Hello, and welcome to the TC Tours World of Gaelic Games on Monday, the 29th of January. Thanks to Frank Tynan for an excellent edition of Kilkenny Today, and uh, Kilkenny's Day show runs between five and six every weekday. on up on tonight's show, we'll be looking ahead to the Allianz National Hurling League. Kilkenny will welcome Wexford to Pimsey Nolan Park on Sunday. We'll be talking Camogie with Eiflennigan, and I'll be running down through all the handball news. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Text us in on our taxback.com line on 086-353-7782. And that's the Clown Tech Company. You can phone us in on 056-776-2777. Or you can message us on WhatsApp on 87 Just before we get started, we have the last TC Towers voucher to give away this evening. And our question is, who do Kilkenny play in the opening round of the Alliance Hurling League? And that's on Sunday, so text in your answer, followed by your name, to be in with a chance to win that. And we'll announce the winner just before 7 o'clock. As always, I'm joined in the studio by Eamon Butler, Nikki Brennan and Pat Tracy. Good evening, lads. Hello, evening, good um evening, Eamon, a new announcement for Kilkenny, uh, Captain Paddy Deegan this year. Um, obviously, following O'Loughlin Gale's success and a big job for him. Big job, yeah, and you know, you'd wish him all the best
1: and it looks as a nice honour to have. And I know Kilkenny, are still probably one of the small few counties now that I think if even the only one that gives us it, the county champions like and some people would be kind of against the tradition but I like it and I think it's great to see the tradition continuing and um, Hugh Lawler then as well
0: as vice-captain so it's great for the O'Loughlin Gales Club to have both Paddy and Hugh as captain and vice-captain for the year ahead Yeah and I suppose it's a tough decision too you know between the three lads you have Mikey Butler coming up there as well but um, Paddy obviously get the vote and then Hugh Vice and Michael guys Turn, I suppose, if uh, Lachlan's keep their success going. Yeah, that's the way it goes. So, look at
1: it, I suppose, look at the it. Captain, it's a great honour in that, like but there's often more leaders than just a, a captain as well. Like, you know, when you go onto the pitch and different lines of the pitch and the way the game has gone. So, the three boys you mentioned are all leaders, and as you can see from all the other clubs, you know, a lot of the Ballahail boys have had the the honour of being captain over the last couple of years too. So, you know, there's plenty of lads there with uh, experience of
0: captain and Kilkenny. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Nicky, announcement there as well that the uh, under 20 ireland is going to be played in Nolan
2: Park this Yeah, year. well, it has to get rubber-stamped for uh, the CCCC, but if that looks like it's the case, you on. It's in uh, honour of the 100th anniversary of James Nolan, so it's, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a fair application, I think Kenny were right to do it, and uh, I think Rock Park would recognise this. And anyway, Nolan Park would be uh, an ideal location for uh, for the host of finals. Now we have to try and see can we get into it ourselves That's the main thing yeah exactly
0: and um, look sure the year Offly in Tipperary was there was a brilliant occasion wasn't it a brilliant oh, atmosphere
2: well yeah, I had it there. Well, that was the minor there a couple of years ago yeah. and sure, um, I didn't remember you but probably too young to remember Watford and Offaly playing an under 21 final there past you'll remember it well it was a great occasion wasn't it Pat yeah
3: Paul Flynn was playing he was only 17 that's right mm. And uh, awfully won it uh, in the finish. Of course, Kilkenny played Tiberian in under 21 All Ireland there as well. They right. they that's yeah. right, that's yeah. right, yeah. Hammered him out the gate, yeah. Martin Ford, yeah, he yeah. that's right. Richard Moore's T. Chan, all of them were on that team right there. Willie Dwyer, yeah.
0: Yeah, all there comes only a sub, he?
3: that's all, yeah.
0: yeah. And look what he went on to be. <laughs> a great, great team that team, but uh, yeah, patch exciting, isn't it? Uh, be hosting the under 20 All-Ireland this year
3: yeah definitely and uh, I, I think the, the All-Ireland uh, Senior Camogie semi-finals are going to be there now as well uh, in, in whenever they're uh, oh. due I think I saw that somewhere also so uh, yeah Kilkenny can get very central in the hurling heartlands you know so uh, great note if we could get to it yeah, and the
0: pitches are always in great condition it there is, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You know, is a the hurling pitch, you there. see,
3: you know. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, that's what we don't realise when we go outside the county that uh, we've all hurling pitches, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, right throughout the county. Of the club, even the quality of the club pitches are very good. So it's a, uh, it's uh, you know, it's a big plus. Yeah, and when you have football teams picking it as their number one venue as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki I see the expenditure figures were released there last week in the paper for for counties and obviously huge expense again and uh, Kilkenny doing well to balance the books though.
2: Well look it's a big it's a big issue. I mean Kilkenny's cost went up nineteen point five four percent in terms of county team expenditure. Uh it's gonna be um I mean the some of them went up, it'll been down, went up forty percent they gone over the million mark. They didn't set the world on fire this year. Meat went up thirty-five uh, percent. They're just they've gone over one point two million now at this stage. You know Dublin one point five million and uh, went up fifteen percent. Clare up twenty-three percent. Tipperary up twenty-seven percent. This is not. This is just Carlow went up fifty-seven percent. And uh, Leitrim I think Leitrim went up twenty-two percent. But Carlow and Leitrim. Uh, we're now over the nine hundred thousand mark. That is simply not sustainable going forward. The counties will not be able to generate the level of income. they'll be running big debts and uh, they'll eventually um, what will happen is what happened a few years ago they'll eventually someone from crook Park have to come in and uh, oversee the whole expenditure and, uh, and 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 it's going to be problematic it's 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 a huge problem um Kiran and uh, quite honestly it's uh, I, I honestly don't know if uh, I don't see much of an improvement There's the entourage is there now with the county teams and the back up and all of that is massive and it's costing a lot of money so you know, you have three teams currently in training at the moment, for Kenny, the, the seniors, the 20s, and, and, and the 17s, and um, they have to look to the future. And That's why tonight they're launching the whole squads for this year are being launched, and there has to be a level of funding put into that as well to get some return out of it. So it's a costly business now. I I, uh, I wouldn't fancy being a county chairman at this stage, to be quite frank about it, or a county treasurer for that matter. What What can... Counties
0: do, though, Nicky, you know like the uh, obviously the bar's being set by certain counties that have loads of money and that like but like how what's going to stop it from increasing it year on year? Like I know obviously you said clubs or counties are gonna to struggle to get get the funding and all that, but like if they keep spending and spending and spending like does something have to give at some stage? Well,
2: eventually, if that happens, Kiran, I mean, the bank is going to say you can't spend any more. There's a level of uh, there's a level of borrowings that will allow, and they won't be able to do it. They won't be able to meet their debts, and that's where. Um you know, Croke Park may have to come in and bail them out, but I mean, Crock Park doesn't have the money either. It's looking at a a potential huge cost if the merger with the Ladies' Associations takes place. Uh, so they have they have its own issue. There's a lot of capital expenditure projects um, around the place at the moment to take place. You have Watford, you've Kildare, you've Louth, Meath, uh, Casement Park. They're just ones that spring to mind. Mm. You you'll you'll uh, they a few uh, they'll a few million get lost very easily there. And uh, to be quite honest, what a bigger issue nearly is is that the uh, club scene is beginning to mimic the county scene a bit, and that that's an even bigger problem, because at least counties have some opportunity to attract some type of sponsorship, and we're very fortunate to have good one here in Kenny uh, but for clubs, I mean, they're bringing in an entourage backroom team now, and it's uh, I don't know, I don't know where it's all going to end. To be quite frank about it,
0: yeah, it's uh, worrying times, Pat, isn't
3: it? Yeah, but what do you cost? What's where's the where what 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 surplus to requirements, Nicky? Well, no, it's as simple as this. You have to cut your cloth to suit. I mean, clubs have...
2: Clubs, in, if you take the clubs in Kilkenny, some have the capacity to create more money, to generate more money than others because they're they're in a bigger catchment area or they have more members or they have better access to sponsors or they have facilities. But there's a lot of clubs don't have that. They're rural mm. clubs and they, they have their lotto or they have some other yeah, funding but and that,
3: they have but to live within that. The county scene, like, I mean, scene, uh, yeah. what I'm saying, like, is uh, do you, have, uh, do you have minimum... How many strength and conditioning sure. do you have? How many how many physios, do you have how many um, um, p- stats people do you have? Is there is there a, a
2: minimum? No, I, as far for as I'm that. aware, no, I bear in mind important people realize that I'm very much out of touch with the scene now. But I mean, as far as I'm aware, Croke Park does not put any stipulation say you must have only one of these, or four, or two of these, or three of these. No, I mean, counties are given carte blanche freedom to run their own affairs. And, and live within their means And uh, but what happens is that happened a bit in the past and I was certainly the, around then some counties just went broke and they mm. weren't capable of running their affairs and people had to be sent in to make some very harsh calls in the
3: county and then do you know what hit the fan mm. But you look at, say, Limerick you know, they had 30 or 31 the backroom team say, win the recent all Ireland. so then other counties are looking at that and we have to compete with that so that's yeah, but Pat, look, we Isn't all know what
2: happens? we don't want to start mentioning the here. I wouldn't do that, but we all know that, uh, that Limerick's funding is, uh, uh, are very fortunate with their source of funding. I mean, Limerick spent 2.363 uh, million on inter-county teams. Mm. Now, it's fair to say that the hurling was the bulk of that. Football was a chunk as well, to be fair, because mm. they do take their football serious there. But they have a source of income down there at the moment, and um, they're very fortunate and good luck to them and the individual has been more than generous to the association at large but that's just that's just the way it is I mean Galway it's a big jewel county you spend 2.64 million mm.
3: yeah,
2: it, it has a good sponsor in, uh, in in Pat Macdonald but
3: at the same time two of them in the All-Ireland semi-finals yeah, yeah. I suppose well, if you're hurling getting, and football if you're getting
2: that far you're going to generate a level of income and I think to be fair to Galway they did explain that that they didn't run a deficit this year because of that cost
3: mm. but
2: the problem is if you're going to maintain that level of deficit you have to maintain the income to match it yeah yeah yeah, definitely and they have mm. a big issue to sort out with that place they bought that big uh, farm they bought that they were going to convert into a Hurland Centre of Excellence and they've, that has cost them a lot of money that still has to be dealt with so
3: lots of dairy farmers looking for land <laughs> quite, I'm quite sure mm. yeah, I'm quite sure if the price is right Pat fair point yeah and you said Nicky their meat
2: there's gone up as well is it uh, meat uh, went up uh, from 960,000 to 1.3 million a 35% increase I mean they're looking at uh, upgrading uh, pork culture at the moment mm. which is probably now this is my figure now I'm, I'm estimating that they'll probably spend you spend a minimum of 5 or 6 million on that now they'll get maybe a few bob from the government let's say they get a million from the government in in in, in lotto lot money yeah. um croke park will probably give them quarter of a million say yeah. because of such a demand on, on money so there's a lot of gathering on the rest of that Kiran uh, within the county uh, and 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 that's the and that's just that's just the way it is so watford uh, okay in fairness to water they've done they've done welsh park a bit piecemeal which is which is a good idea but there's a big cost down there still and they will they will still have a debt Uh, down there and um, I I, I feel for the people who have to make those calls down in these counties it's not easy and I'm not for one minute thinking that the notion of slashing senior um, squad backroom teams and all that is an easy call to make by God it's not an easy call to make but at the end of the day county board officers are just going to have to stand up and say look we've only got the capacity to do so much and we have to live within that that's the budget and we have to live within that
0: yeah, and no, you know, me after getting in a big sponsor there and Becht of Stud as well, you know, Dan yeah. a millionaire there, so you'd be hoping <coughs> now that he's not going to be getting milk for, for that money because... Well, he,
2: exactly, look, we're, everybody's hoping to get that great big sponsor that, yeah. uh, that has uh, deep pockets and all that, but I mean, unfortunately for a lot of counties, that's just a pipe dream. Yeah, that's just the reality of
0: it. Was there talk, sneaky, of Park Tolshan being sold and they're moving out to a greener space, or
2: was not, not that I'm aware of? now. they have a big. They have a, the centre of excellence out in Dun for quite a number of years, mm. and they have a number of pitches there, including a four pitch. So they're continuing to upgrade that as well, and that's where all their county teams train. So, in terms of their their needs, that's very that's excellent. Uh, they they have all they covered there. Park Tolshan just needs to. Um, I mean, bear in mind a number of years ago, Pock Toltan had, t- had floodlights in it and had to take him down. There was a problem with him. they have never been put back up. Now, that's a, that's a venue bang in the middle of Navin that's crying out for floodlit football on a Saturday night or floodlit hurling, as the case might be. It would be a huge attraction um, to the GA there, but also to the business community of Navin. So that's part of what's in their plans as well, to be to be fair to them up in Meath and that, you know. Yep. Yeah, thanks for that, Nicky. Eamon, um, I know you're a big fan
0: of Lake Ghael and their own man, Richie Power... Junior was the first show of this, of this series and a brilliant show.
1: Yeah, very good show Kieran on and I suppose since it's gone to the hour format there, the 50 minutes or so over the last couple of years there it's been uh, very good like you know and um, I just thought Richie came across very well and acquitted <laughs> himself well you know in terms of his hurling career and personal life and everything else so it was, uh, it was a very good watch and uh, fair play to them.
0: Yeah, wouldn't you love to have Richie back in the fire lane now heading for
1: Absolutely, uh, this year's you know, season? You know you wouldn't realise was was 29 when his inter career was finished like and when you look at the amount of goals he came up with in part in games like and his goals to games ratio Ferkel Kenny like and you know just looking back at those clips and a lot of the All-Ireland finals and
0: semi-finals and that you know he was a big game player and um, always rose to the big occasion Yeah no definitely and past I say probably he he was definitely in line and very unlucky not to get hurler of the year when we're going for the drive for five you know he mm. if we had to win the All-Ireland that year I'd say Richie would have been hurler of the year
3: it have been, yeah, he was, he was right up there, but uh, unbelievable talent and uh, unbelievable skill and just had that uncanny knack of being able to catch a ball when no one else appeared to. But another thing, you know, John Tennyson, he had to go from Inter-County Hurling at a similar age, you know, he was able to play along for the, the club all right, which Richie hadn't the same. Um, couldn't couldn't do the same for the same number of t- uh, length of time, but uh, again he you know he was he was uh, with injury as injuries, well uh, yeah. lost to the county uh, uh, before he was thirty as well, you know so you know there was a, a share of if you like collateral damage in that you know great run we had with lads getting injuries and of course Michael Rice picked up serious injury of course in so, yeah. the and all the rest but uh, you know. And, and they were three from the one club, mm. you know.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, um, what, three brilliant players to bring ah, through at that time, on, you know. And the, yeah, and John Dalton behind them then yeah. as well, you know. There was, there was a brilliant crop of players all up from the primary school level the whole way up.
3: That's right, yeah. And I think John uh, uh, John Tennyson played centre-back for the club and he was 17, 18, in the county final, you know.
0: So. Yeah, unbelievable stuff, yeah, yeah definitely. Um aim the Welsh Cup final was played at the weekend. Victory for Wexford over Galway, one twenty one to sixteen points. And um Keith Roster getting a bit of silverware under his belt and you know, he's after having two well, probably made the under twenty teams himself, you know, but he's after progressing on now to senior management and he's a good start for him. Yeah, he's after blooded a few new players in on the
1: panel as well. Now I didn't see the game car on, but on the team that was on the start. Aaron Duggan of course Dixborough was down to start on the goal as well he was at there the last couple of years so do you know with that as well so they're definitely he's definitely after casting wide like and bringing in a couple of players but I suppose the standout would have been reading the newspapers today and that like Lee Chin's performance again like you know so once again they've gone back to the to the older players that are still kind of standing up and you know to Jack O'Connor last weekend so it'll be interesting to see will, will one of the newer players that are coming through now and the younger lads will they eventually step up um, the likes of Oshin, Pepper there and that a couple of years ago I thought were really going to come good onto the scene and they're still fairly young Like, so it'll be interesting will he be able to get those back into the starting team and that like and, and, and will they be able to make an impact but certainly I suppose Wexford have been in a, a spell of transition since they won the their final in 2019 I suppose Do you know um, when Davy when they had a good, they had a good under Davy and that and they had a good chance of they probably should have bet Tipperary that they with the extra man advantage and all the rest of it I think it was nearly two men that had at once wasn't it? you know so looking back at that and then those chances don't always come around again like and then Dar came in and it wasn't so easy and looking at last year like when we played him down in Wexford Park I mean for 40 minutes or so of the game in the championship Wexford were going to be relegated from the Leinster championship you know and the way the other games went in the end and they came back in and instead up but it was certainly a, a, a big slide and a concerning slide from a from a Wexford point of view like you know and um, I think hurling is in a I, I think it, at the top level I think it's, it's nearly gone a bit weaker in terms of you know all these counties and it's it's getting harder to, to bridge the gap you know you're looking at the Lakes of Cork like we said many a time and you know they're going to this is their 19th year if if they, if they do win in ireland this year it'll be 19 years since the last one I'd like do you know and Kilkenny are going since 2015 I the last one Kilkenny won as well and different things and Limerick are there on merit, they're the top team, but I think Wexford, like, you know, you, you need them to be competing again at the top table and like, you know, getting to All-Ireland semi-finals and that, you know, and t- it's a long time since 2003 and 2019, like, since they were competing in All-Ireland semi-finals, you know Yeah, and fairness
0: fairness, look, how it's a big county down there, you know, and there is huge money being pumped in you know, they're trying to get their underage structures in it, up and running, at their centre of excellence now out in Ferns and all, so Look, it's it's time for them to kick on, really, isn't it? Definitely, you know, and look, like you said, the facilities they have
1: in Ferns now are fantastic and that, and you'd be hoping that they will be able to push on, and I suppose Keith Roster and that, like, you know, his background team, and David Franks is in with him as well, and Fiora's never been there, like, with the under-20s as well, so, um, you know, they'll be able to see what's coming up, and I, I think it's good that they've gone in-house again. Do you know, it's, great, degree, to go, it's yeah, great to go out at times, like, but um, I think it's the first time since Liam Dunn was their manager there that they, that they would have gone in-house. I'm open to correction on that but he would also have been from Owlert as well but you know sometimes counties they they always go from the outside When sometimes on the inside they they have a a lad that's well able to step up and I'm glad to
0: see Keith Roster get his chance Yeah no definitely and Pat I suppose it was it was similar you know enough to Derek Ling you know he was with the 20s and now he's up with the seniors but like there's only three starters from last year's team that exited the championship you know uh, Lee Chin Jack O'Connor, and Kevin Foley, and mm. you know there's a lot of young lads getting blooded there. And I said, like Sir Richie Lawler, there after coming back from his cruciate injury, he's he's featuring in all these games. You know they need all these young lads to kind of push on now, don't they? And, rejuvenate this Wexford team
3: Yeah it's all about building confidence after last year in particular and uh, you know uh, getting a win in the Welsh Cup is, uh, is a big plus for them and uh, you know the, everyone gives everyone a little bit of confidence that they're going the right direction and you see the thing about it is like you know, Wexford of the last number of years was based on that Wexford under twenty one team that won three Leinster titles in a row and got one All Ireland and that in the under twenty one and uh, that that was the that was the 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 backbone of the team. So they do need a few new players coming on, and uh, we w- we will see more of the old dash of that groups playing again once you, you hit the league and the championship and um, I think the league this year is uh, going to be serious enough because uh, isn't it going to be changed next year to seven top teams in the, in the, in the Alliance League that there's going to be a, a division one of seven top teams so it's um, it's, it's not going to be just yeah, you
0: don't want to be going down to the lower
3: division yeah exactly yeah. so I, I think that's going to be a factor in the league this year so the counties will be keeping an eye on that as well, you know, but look, it's week on week from now on, and Wexford are in good fettle coming to Nolan Park next Sunday.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, and we preview that later in the show. But, um, Nicky, look, another disappointing defeat for Galway and picked up injuries there now as well. Kevin Cooney looks to have picked up a bad hamstring injury, and that adds to the list there of Cottle Manion and Brian Concannon as well. Um, but
2: you know, like, what where do you think Galway are going this year? Well, they're trying to, um try out, obviously, new players. I mean, they'll uh, they'll have an easy match at the weekend. They're playing Westmeath. Don't mean to be disrespectful to Westmeath, but they'll win that one in a bit of a canter. So, the pressure was off. Henry and them were trying, obviously, new players. A lot of changes from the Dublin match. So, um, look, I, I, I think the difficulty is, I think it's a bit like Kilkenny. There's so many players being tried. It's very hard to know. You'll, you'll almost be going back to the tried and tested again, in some respects. And uh, But they have a few injuries as well that'll catch them out, and maybe Kilkenny have a few also. So, look at the moment it is a it's early in the year but I mean if you get a bad start in the league it's like a Kenny at the weekend I know we'll talk later but they really need to win against uh, Wexford because going down to Cork will not be easy and you, the last thing you want is two defeats in your first two league matches and you know it, it just sets it just sets the wrong tempo for the whole year
0: yeah no definitely and uh, we have a text in here from Paul he says lots of Wexford older lads haven't seen any action yet so it gives the lease of Conor Foley and Keane Bourne a chance to make an impact And I think, look, that's why the Welsh Cup is so important. You know, they can blood these couple of young lads and, you know, get them in. And
2: when the more experienced lad comes in, you know, it's up to them to fight back for their position and create a good environment. Yeah, look, they're getting favourites of those younger lads in the couple of matches. I mean, they were the better team against us in the Welsh Cup down in in Callan now having said that I think uh, if there was another five minutes I reckon we'd probably have beaten them so um, I think it's, it's a test Continue will have a much stronger team out on uh, Sunday against them and Dexford will as well so I think uh, Welsh Cup will will not be that will not matter that much I think but we need to get a win now because it's a long time since we're, we're finding it hard to get over Wexford actually in matches to be honest about it and I think that's the, that's another reason why we need to beat them oh, 100% yeah right just before we take our first break don't
0: forget our competition tonight there in association with our sponsors TC Tires so there's a chance to win a voucher there and just the question is who do Kilkenny play in the opening round of the Alliance Hurling League on Sunday in Northern Park so text in the answer followed by your name to 0863537782 or message us in on WhatsApp on 0874011887 or if you can't get to either of those phone us in oh five six seven seven six two seven seven seven, and we'll put your name in the hat
2: TC Tires World of Gaelic Games TC Tires World of Gaelic Games
0: And welcome back Now, just gone half past six We're delighted to be joined on the line by Amy Brennan, victorious All-Ireland Women's Open champion yesterday in Belfast Uh, Good evening, Amy
4: Evening, how are you?
0: Not too bad Um, Amy, first of all, congratulations on a fantastic win um, Up in Belfast over the weekend uh, Representing DCU
4: yeah, thanks very much yeah.
0: And uh, just who who were your opponents in the in the tournament, I know you bet Liam and Og in the final and how many rounds had you to play to get to the final
4: Yeah, so we started off on the Friday evening we had group stages, so I had two matches the Friday evening and then one on Saturday morning so I only I won two out of three of them, so that brought me to the quarter final and I played um, Jolie Keeling from Wexford and that and bet her and then I had to play Quillen Burke in the semi-final then she's from Mayo representing Trinity and I bet her well enough and then Sherry sure, had Leah in the final and we often come across each other so I knew it was going to be a tight one but luckily I pulled through
0: Yeah and like you said there um Amy like Quillen Burke very experienced player she was in this all Ireland senior final last year against Katrina Casey in the 6-way 30 and also then Jodie Keelan an up-and-coming player um, All-Ireland champion as well in the in the minor grades the last couple of years so a tough competition on the way to the final.
4: Oh it was, yeah. They were long games now in fairness. Some of them went to tiebreakers so come this Sunday morning I was tired enough going into the final now but everyone was the same I suppose.
0: Yeah and in the final then you played uh, Lee Minogue from Clare and she, she was representing UL if I'm correct and um, you won the first game and she fought back then and won the second and obviously went down to the tiebreaker then and um, all to play for then the tiebreaker
4: (laughs) yeah it was close now the whole way I was down I think 9-0 or something in the first game and I came back and won it so then going into the second game I felt a bit better and she came back and won it anyway sure She doesn't give up on anything, so I knew it was going to be a dogfight, but um, yeah, we went into the tiebreaker then, and sure, uh, things weren't really going my way Sunday morning either, but I just had to dig deep, and luckily I came out, but sure, it was tight the whole way through it, like it was 8-8 or something, and luckily I just got a few fluky serves and that, so...
0: Yeah, and like you said, um, with the tiebreaker, just for our listeners, it's only a short game to 11 aces. And like you said, if you get a run of aces, it can be hard to peel back. So uh, just for yourself, then to reel off three at the end and come out 11-8, um, you got Matt the crucial
4: stage of the game. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Um, I went in with the serve, and I think I was out of serving straight away, and she went up a few again. So I had to just concentrate a bit, and luckily. Luckily now I got a run of serves on
0: her. Yeah, no, brilliant. And um, how did you find the courts in Belfast, um, Amy? There, I know there's some brilliant facilities up there in St. Paul's and Mona, all heaish courts. And um, what the fi- the finals were they played in in Mona as well?
4: Yeah, now the facilities up there are all top notch, like and Gortnamone is unbelievable, Ali. So it is. It's warm and fast, and it's exactly what you want. Play
0: playing a final in anyway yeah no definitely and um, they, they host a very successful tournament every year as well with the Golden Gloves and um, brilliant facilities up there Um, just for, in terms of yourself then Amy I think you're the first Kilkenny player to win that ladies open title so obviously a brilliant achievement for yourself personally and for your club clock as well and obviously DCU is um, wh- who you were representing over the weekend
4: Yeah, definitely now, it was my first year playing in this competition as well so I was going in hoping to get somewhere up near the finals but I wasn't sure whether I win it out so I was delighted now yesterday, so I was
0: And the tournament then, Amy, was um, far to be 20 obviously we know you're from the 60 by 30 as well do you have a preference from either court or do you just like playing the both of them?
4: I like the both of them now but I think 60 by 30 would still be my favourite, I think Just because clock would be so 60 by 30 dominated that um, it's just what I'm used to now. You'd think I'd even notice it in the 40 by 20. I have a very 60 by 30 style of playing, a lot of underhand and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, uh, we, we'd often be saying to our own young lads just out in Talbot's Inch as well that the 6 by 30 the strength you build up in it as well is brilliant to be able to carry it across to the far to be 20 obviously it's different styles as well but being able to play the 6 by 30 definitely stands to when you go across to the 4 be 20 court
4: oh it absolutely does yeah I find now I don't like to kill the ball or anything I just like to do a power shot down the side to keep it away from them but that's definitely what one for me yesterday anyway
0: um, just in terms of uh, collegiate handball, then uh, we just following the results over the weekend and watching the games that were live streamed on Facebook. Um, like it's it's always brilliant competitions, and it looked like it was a brilliant weekend up there as well. Most of the universities around Ireland represented, and like you said, the competition was fierce, tough up there, but both, uh, both women's and, and men's, um, and I, I imagine another successful weekend for collegiate handball.
4: Yeah, absolutely, yeah, sure, there was great num- numbers up there this weekend, I know the men especially had loads of people in it, they were in the courts until nearly 11 o'clock Saturday night trying to play off their quarterfinals and stuff, but no, it was great and I would get to see everyone as well, like it's just, it's a great atmosphere up there, everyone's just up for a bit of crack, but the competitive side is there as well, definitely
0: yeah no definitely and um, what's next then Amy is there a couple of collegiate tournaments coming up for yourself obviously there'll be Leinster and all Ireland championships as well um, representing Kilkenny but on the collegiate front is there a trip to the States or anything coming up
4: yeah I'm actually heading over to Minnesota there in two weeks time to play in the US collegiate so I'm looking forward to that now I'm going to put the head down for a while and concentrate on that now hoping to be well over there
0: Brilliant. And have you a doubles partner in DCU as well or just um focus on the singles for the moment?
4: No, I don't have one this year now. There's no one else heading over, but I'll just focus on the singles for this year now.
0: Brilliant, yeah, and that'll be a, a great experience to go over and represent DCU over in Minnesota. And um I suppose just then um, in, in DCU as well, then you're you're lucky to have the court on campus as well, Amy and brilliant fo- uh, sporting facilities up there as well
4: yeah absolutely they've done up the alley for us there over the Christmas they put new floors and stuff in it now so it's top class up here it's handy we just walk out whenever we have free class or anything and do a bit of training whenever we can
0: definitely it's a huge advantage of having a court on campus and then after the States um, Amy is there you're focusing then on the all Ireland champ- and Leinster Championships in representing Kilkenny
4: yeah, um, I'm hoping now to do well in the Intermediate. I'd love to win it now. That's the aim of the year overall. I'm not really focusing on Worlds or anything at the minute. I'm just focusing on Intermediate now at the minute. I want to get up to Senior and start picking up my game a bit more.
0: Brilliant yeah, and like you said it's going to be a, a busy year but uh, you can only take each tournament one at a time and, and see how it goes but um, Amy, thanks a million for joining us this evening it's brilliant to have you on and promoting the game of handball and I know there's some brilliant upcoming young girl players out in clock as well, including your your sister Katie, who I think had a victory over the weekend in the ladies' minor doubles. So um yeah. it's brilliant to have a role model like yourself then representing DCU as well and coming up through the ranks winning open titles. It's it's brilliant to see.
4: Yeah. Thanks very much.
0: Thanks, Amy. And that was um Amy Brennan joining us there uh victorious at the weekend up in Belfast and uh just while we're on um, ladies' sport, uh, Aoife Lainigan has joined us in the studio. again, evening, Eithne. Evening, Ciarán. Aoife, <coughs> hard luck yesterday, um, defeat to Galway. But uh, look, it's it's early in the league, and it, it w- wasn't going to be easy travelling up to Kinvara.
5: No, it wasn't. And uh, I don't know, bringing us out to the middle of nowhere, um, it was nearly getting stuck between tractors and fallen trees. Uh, yeah, um, pitch, great condition. Um, but yeah, uh, a very strong windy windy day as well. Um, we scored the first point in the second minute, and Galway just took over there in the f- in, in the first half. We tried our best, but uh, strong words at half time, and the girls came out. And one person that stood out and has stood out for school and county over these is Rachel Dowling, and she put in a great performance to get us back into it. For going from any spot on the pitch to on the wing at very tight angles and great points to score, and then. Um, Lucky we had uh, two unfortunate injuries. Um, one of the girls, Neve, the two, two Neves, uh, Neve Crowley getting a, kind of a knock on the head, coming off concussed, and Neve Lahy then just started the second half, um, went over on her ankle just before the match restarted, kind of going out on the pitch, kind of jumped up to kind of, kind of keep warm for the opposition, came back out and just went over unfortunately went over on her ankle so she was out so we had to do a few changes and uh, then subs came on and Ellen Gunnar then came in as well and Afton Grace and they kind of got the other points and Afton got a goal after another sub Rose Kelly Dick Rose Kelly hit a hit a shot and it came off the post and Afton just was quicker to, to get in on the, the rebound before the, the goalkeeper came off the line yeah but like it's a, a real game two halves and you look at 12 points one down a half time then to kind of outscore them 1-7 uh, to 2 but um, it's the start of the league it's uh, a new team we have a few still from last year new new players in as well kind of trying them out and then we're facing into Wexford now <coughs> down in uh, down in man
0: on, on Saturday at 12 o'clock and I suppose <coughs> if it's important as well you know if to get over the feet it, it might be no harm as well to have an up and coming game quick, quick enough you know to play Overturn things and get back on the winning trail.
5: Yeah, as well as that, we like, we I mean, look at it. Wexford had a defeat at home against Clare last week, so uh, Clare coming up from from la- from junior last year as well, so they're kind of new into the into the intermediate section. Yeah, so you look at it, so it's 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 great that I had a game is straight after, but like there's a break then for a week after that. But yeah, so as I said, we we're against Wexford, and then you look at the other sides: Galway against Cork and Clare against Tipperary. So yeah, it's oh, all systems go.
0: Yeah, and I suppose the senior then first game the seventeenth uh home to Cork and uh, yourselves will be away at the Cork. Is there <laughs> any way they can be changed to, for a double header?
5: I wouldn't say there will be. Um I think there is other teams that are the same that they're they're senior their their senior junior or even intermediate are 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 on the same days again as well, but I wouldn't say there probably is. Um it's planned already that you're looking at the fixtures that they're uh we're down in Cork and they're bringing a the Wexford referee down to it. Part they're going to play in us in, in Mallow or in wherever they're going to have us, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a strange one that the seniors are here in Kilkenny and we're down in, in Cork, but we'll, we'll take wherever we are, it's like our away games in Clare, then the week after that as well. So it's Kilkenny have Clare here, not not the same weekend though, but kind of so you're kind of saying that it's unfortunate that they're not uh yeah. double headers, yeah, but all running and going. And great to see some of the players back on, senior, like uh, like you're. Your Seniors are missing Grace for Grace Welsh for a few weeks. Uh, she had foot surgery. So wishing her good luck with that. And Miriam is on the, the right road. She's doing her straight running and all that. And we're actually getting Danielle. Marcy's back with us doing straight running as well. So she's she was there with us at the weekend and she <laughs> she was really she's nearly out in the middle of the pitch, if you know what I mean. She's just egging the girls to get on and, and just trying to get back to Hurling, getting getting egging to get back on. So it's great to see that the girls yeah. were well out, that are raring to go. And great when you're talking about the seniors, uh met an in, in-game with him the other day and against the seniors and to see some of the girls like Ka- Ka- Katie Katie Nolan like on fire Jenny Clifford on fire and Amy Clifford is in so oh, brilliant in yeah. to see him so yeah it's great to, to see that they're putting in great kind of uh, training so to see him when they, they do start out of against the Ireland Champions Cork it's a few of their the intermediate Corks have gone up to him same with Tipperary they're kind of Switching, Jan, yeah, same with Galway. They've, some of their players actually played on, on Saturday, and they're actually two weeks when the seniors start. They're on. They're actually on the senior panel, but they are kind of, I think, playing them out just to keep them sharp, yeah. keeping them sharp that they will get them up.
0: Um, any other Komogi news. Well, other than even? that,
5: is the, <coughs> sorry, the schools. Uh, the All Ireland Senior C uh, Post Primary Semi Final. Coláiste uh, Johnstown, played St. Mary's, uh, Matter of Felt, there on Saturday in Johnstown unfortunately they didn't uh, win Um, Mara Mara Felt who were a strong team I remember odd on 25-30 years ago I know Mara Felt and Mara were always strong uh, in the the junior and senior schools those years um, are are back up again and uh, kind of had a strong. I'm not sure what the wind were at and was like, but uh, there was an, it was tight at halftime. It was one three to five pints Marafelt Mara were winning, but they took control in the second half. And Marafelt coming out two eight six pints, So unfortunate for for the Johnstown. And also in the B, uh, so made, uh, school in New Ross, which has a lot of uh, South Kilkenny players. Uh, they're uh, they won at the weekend, so they're into the the B All Ireland. So good luck to them. They've to more players, and uh, I think so fair juice to him and then um, Loretto finally decided when to play the Loretto game Senior A f- uh, semi-final uh, three times the Ulster uh, final was put off between weather it was played last weekend or uh, last Wednesday uh, between St. Pat's Mahara Derry and St. Killian's College of Antrim and Mara came out uh, winners um, t- by 10 points there was conversations between the two schools between Maharan and Loretto and it was supposed to be on Saturday and we would have had some of the Loretta girls playing with us on the Intermediate on Saturday, and we weren't sure what way the game was going to go, and what we were going to get the players. So, in the last minute, and they kind of said, no, we weren't going to play it. So, it's now being played on um, the Bank Holiday, uh, Monday uh, in February, so the 5th. Uh, they're playing, Loretta seniors are playing, to in Pat's Mara Ra in Palmerstown, Dixburg, don't know the time yet. And then the junior, Loretto, they're also playing Mahara, and that's the way. It's actually this Friday. Um, So, long distance journey for them all the way up to Mahara. We don't know what venue yet in in Derry, but it's on Friday.
0: Lovely. Thanks, Aoife. Anything else for us?
5: No, that's it.
0: Um, Just before we go to the break, uh, Pat, when Aoife was mentioning referees there, obviously, Owen Bean was refereeing the Welsh Cup final. At the weekend, so nice game for him to get.
3: Yeah, nice step up. And uh, Owen has been one of the the better referees in Kilkenny for the last while. And uh, you know, he seems to have that uh, be have a sensible approach to it. So good to see him uh, stepping up.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And um, Nicky, we had Amy Brennan on with us there after winning the collegiate title up in DCU. Amy B club mate of yours?
2: Yeah, she plays camogie with Conaghy outside although I know there's a number of the Conaghy players who played for Conaghy last year going to go back to Comer. I don't know who they are now but obviously Comer uh, have uh, won the Junior C I think last year so they'll be Junior Properties year so they will be stronger with uh, the players come back from Conaghy. So look, it's just the way life goes you have to get on with it and uh, she's a good player and a good camogie player as well but uh, possibly handball is our first priority I think she's so good at it.
0: Yeah, brilliant result and um at the weekend as well Nicky it was brilliant to see the Gale Lynn was played up in uh, Crow Park and players from all over the country you know one girl one boy yes. you know it's brilliant to see all the activity coming back into Crow
2: Park Ah God look here and it's took a long time for it to happen to be honest about it and it's uh, no harm now we want to see the likes of uh, something like a top ace back and all that sort so I think TG Carr they going to start running some series I think
0: yeah well they're, they're covering all the all their championships this yeah. year and and one-ball. That,
2: that'll, so. that'll be good now. That, that profile hopefully will, do, you will be, will be really good here. oh yeah that'll be good for, or for handball yeah.
0: yeah and as um, we spoke to Frank you know, a couple of weeks ago participation rates have gone up through the roof You know, 35% it. as well so hopefully they can continue like that good um, just before we go for our last ad break don't forget to text in um, to be in with a chance to win the TC Tires voucher. Mm-hmm. Uh, just text in who? Arca Kenny playing in the opening round of the Alliance Hurling League on Sunday in Norland Park followed by your name to be in with a chance to win that. You can text us in on 0863537782 taxback.com line the Clown Tech Company You can message us on WhatsApp on 0874011887 or you can phone us in on 0567762777
3: C-Tires, World of Gaelic Games.
2: TC TARS World of Gaelic
0: Games
2: and welcome back uh, we'll come straight over to yourself Nicky yeah I'd like to on behalf of uh, I suppose uh, myself and uh, send our sympathy to Kevin Healy he's the chairman of our club and uh, his mother is uh, a good digest so mother and father very much part of the whole uh, Conaghy fabric uh, Porrick and Shea very much involved in the club as well and then and uh, Vincent also um, in the background as well so it was that Madeline for Conaghy made a good few bob over the years running those uh, you would be too young to remember Pat Tracy knows what I'm talking about alright I mean, we've had many good fundraiser out there so Richard has got to Sheppard, so condolences on behalf of us all
0: thanks for that Nicky
2: um, Eamon
0: on Sunday then Wexford comes to Norland Park and like <coughs> Nicky said there earlier I think it's a must win game for Kenny against Wexford you know they're after Having to bragging rates over for a long period of time now, and we really need to start putting into that. Yeah, it seems to be that Wexford,
1: like we've, I said, well, I know we spoke about them mid-link earlier in the program, but they uh, seem to raise their game for when they see the black and amber jerseys there in recent years, whether it be league, championship, inter-championship, or watch cup. Like so, you know, you'll definitely be expecting um, Wexford to be coming to win the game on Sunday, as Wexford Kenny and like Nicky said, you don't want to be going down to Cork on a loss. Um, you know and then because they're always hard to play down a parky quive and that should be another occasion under lights and then there's only, there's only six days between those two games as well so you know the games will be hot and heavy um, coming in now and of course the end of the Fitzgibbon campaigns and all the rest will be coinciding with that so um, no doubt I'd, I'd expect a few players to be blooded maybe again over the weekend to get their first appearances in the league in that, and that it'll be interesting to see what team Derek Ling and his management team do pick um, but it's a long season ahead then, even though it'll be run off in a short period of time, you know, between that and the championships. And like the lads have said in recent times, I suppose the league has kind of lost some of its, you know, I suppose stature or, or that like, you know what I mean? Because um, it's nearly gone, like the Walsh Cup we said was in it last week, you know, with the, just the way you have a league format and then the Leinster Championship will be another league format, so, but um, if Pat said is coming in next year with the seven-team league, like that'll make it interesting and every county you'll kind of want to be in that seven team league you know because that's the higher quality games in terms of opposition you'll be playing that
0: yeah no definitely yeah. Pat what would you like to see from the Kilkenny team now on Sunday like I you know the last out in Callan kind of the short game didn't really work like would you prefer to see us go a bit that bit more direct
3: well sure look uh, you, you should be playing to your strengths anyway from the start uh, but uh it's important to get a win win your home games in in the league any day you know so and this is the first game and uh, it's then you go to Cork and it's a a whole new ball game Saturday night under lights and all the rest you know and uh, so uh, the other thing uh, look Kilkenny uh, have been trying to sort out uh, that uh, middle third of the field for a long time now and uh, see can we manage that this year in this league and uh, through through the Leinster Championship it's, uh, it's um, going on a long time and uh, you know we have to try and, 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 and uh, see what we can get that way and of course you know just uh, win, uh, win as many as you can and go as far as you can but it's look it's the National Hurling League it's the Leinster League and it's the All-Ireland Championship all games for the next however many weeks
0: Yeah and I suppose if anything to go on last year Nicky and you know the two teams that played out the league final ended up in the Lee McCarthy final as well
2: well, it sets momentum, Kieran. As I said there earlier, if you lose your first two matches, you know, and I'm not suggesting they will, I think Kenny will win on Sunday because I think they, their need is just that greater. We've had a poor record again in Wexford in recent times and we weren't good. There's no point in Callan. Now, we might have won the game in the end when we brought on a few of the stronger players, but I think you'll see all the players back. I don't know about the O'Loughlin guys, but it rest, interestingly, the Glen, key Glen players were all back for Derry last uh, Saturday night and it's fair to say without them they wouldn't have beaten Kerry. And they seem well fired up for the match. So I think with Paddy Deegan, the captain now, I'd say you'll see him on board anyway, whatever about the, the other two lads. And I think we need to see more of the, more of the regular lads. I think uh, there'll still be an opportunity. I'd like to see Kevin Blanchard get the run. I think he's played well up to now, and I'd like to see him get a run at it. But, I mean, it's, uh, the, you know, the opportunities are going to get less now. There'll have to be a certain level of, of trying out, lads. But I think the opportunities are going to get less now because the serious business is going to start. And... You know, you really have to be in very decent shape going into the championship because if a bad league it starts settling setting doubts in a lot of people's minds.
0: Yeah, and it's been a busy couple of weeks for Conor Glass to see he got engaged over the weekend as well so I didn't know that now but clearly
2: uh, clearly he's a serious player I mean there's no question that uh, he he was the one guy who stood up when when they weren't going well against Bridges last week and put the ball in the back of the net and that's what that's what leaders do yeah, and nice. that's why that's why I'd say Mickey Hart wanted him down in Kerry because say what we will about Mickey Hart but he certainly must be carry uh, man Jack O'Connor mustn't sleep too well any night he knows she has to play Mickey Hart the next day oh definitely not no
0: um, we have a text in here any idea of the Kenny team that played what for just uh, Wexford blood and a lot of players are we too slow to bring through young players it's a few years since Mikey Butler Owen Cody and Adrian Mullin have broken through what do you think Evan? Um,
3: I wouldn't
0: think no I think we, we always bring through a couple of lads
1: like and that but certainly with um Kevin Blanchfield I suppose you know he's coming through but yet he'd be in his mid-twenties and I often find sometimes like a lad like that Tom feeling there a couple of years ago you know seems to be sometimes when a lad is 24 or 5 doesn't mean they're they're you know they're not, not worth a look either at times you know what I mean and there's an awful lot of lads that are around at different times that, that can come good maybe a bit later in, the, in their careers but certainly an inter-county career is shorter now um, most lads
0: wants to get to 30 they seem to be kind of finishing up with the demands of it and that kind of thing yeah um Pat, um, obviously, a couple of other big games the weekend as well, Clare and Cork, and then awfully welcoming what for to O'Connor Park. And it's a chance for Offley, you know, to maybe get a scalp early on.
3: Yeah, uh, let's go and make a, a bit of a statement. And uh, well, waterford will see it as a, lo- a game that uh, they need to win uh, as well, and a great chance for them to win. But um, it's uh, look, everyone will be looking to start the league well. And I mean, it, like you look at the football at the weekend, in Division One, they were all away wins. You know, the big the the, the likes of uh, Mayo, Monaghan, and, and, and Derry, they all travelled and won, and you know that sets a great tone for a league. And uh, but. Uh, you know, if you can get the win, but talking about being bringing players through. Players have to be good enough to come through. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you can talk about bringing players through, but if they're not, if they're not uh, getting up to it, and and there's plenty of Kilkenny players after getting chances. You know, there's uh, uh, after being tried out, and if they impress, they they get on. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how Kevin Blanchfield goes because the kind of a. a build Kevin is he depends on strength and the legs and all that and usually that comes kind of in your mid-twenties and uh, when you see Kevin Blanchfield in full flight is uh, something else like I, I've always said that, watching him with the bridge and in Club Hurling and that you know, and uh, to see a lad like that coming through is uh, would be good
0: Yeah, I'd love to mm. see Stephen Donnelly get a run as well, yeah, oh, that's he's right, a good yeah, man to win yeah, his own yeah. ball there and can score as well so...
3: Yeah, like he he's got a lot of scores now for Thomas Town from play over the over the last uh, uh um the last uh, uh championship and uh it'll be interesting to see how he gets on.
2: Well he's got no great chance because of his involvement with Thomas Town, barred a few minutes last week. But I agree, I think he could be a starter all right, and get it. He's entitled to a serious run out now because he was the best forward in intermediate this year. him right, and pick a winner for us there from our T C Tires voucher. Um Michael Dobbin there, Kiran. Michael
0: Dobbins. So we'll get that one out to you, Michael. Bridge man. Bridge man, right. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll get that out to you, Michael. Right, that's where we leave it for tonight. Thanks to Aoife, Eamon, Nikki, and Pat for joining me in the studio. Thanks to Amy Redden for joining us on the phone. And most of all, thanks to you for listening at home. Stay tuned after seven o'clock for the country time with Martin Morris. And just like to send best of luck to Gerard O'Donohue and Alison Welsh getting married this Friday. Gerard, a good supporter of the show here. And um, best of luck to the two lads. And hopefully, you have a great day. And um, until next Monday night, good night and God bless. And we'll talk to you next Monday night. TC Tars, World of Gaelic Games.